Welcome to the Powerline Podcast, the official podcast of Greystone Power. I'm your host, Adam Elrod. On this month's episode, we're talking about Greystone's strategy when it comes to electric vehicles. So let's jump right on in to episode number 10 of the Powerline Podcast. At Greystone, we work hard to be on the cutting edge of the technology in the electric utility sector. A newer technology that is beginning to become prevalent is electric vehicles, also known as EVs. Two men who are working on the EV front for Greystone are Manager of Special Projects, Paul Wood, and Manager of Residential Energy Services, Drew Hook. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Drew. You now hold a record for being the only two-time guest on the Powerline podcast. And for members who haven't already checked out episode four to learn about Drew and his department, I would highly suggest that you go back into the archives and learn more about saving money and saving energy. But Paul, it's your first time with us. So can you give our members a little background on what your job entails at Greystone and your history in the electric co-op world? Well, I'm the manager of special projects at Greystone. I've been, my whole working career has been for electric cooperatives. I've worked in Oklahoma and Louisiana and Georgia uh, through my career. I have um, served as the president and CEO of the largest electric cooperative in Louisiana for several years and have been president and CEO of the statewide trade associations for electric cooperatives, both in Louisiana and Georgia. Uh, I retired in Georgia in 2016 and uh, spent a couple of years relaxing and enjoying life and and just got tired of not doing anything that that, uh, was productive. And I missed the people in the electric cooperative. And one day I was having a conversation with uh, Greystone's president and CEO, Gary Miller, and he discussed um, bringing somebody on board to work on a number of different projects that he saw coming up for Greystone Power, uh, one of them being uh, electric vehicles and supporting our members in in electric vehicles. So uh, as a result of that, I've been here for about a year and a half now and uh, have really enjoyed working with the, the associates and the members at Greystone Power and look forward to my time here. As we get into a discussion about our EVs and knowing that they are becoming more and more popular with many major car companies adding them to their fleets each year, Paul, can you talk a little bit about Greystone's strategy in what's coming with EVs? Well, you can't watch a news program or pick up a magazine or or pick up your telephone and look at some of the, uh, the news apps and see every day that there are new EVs that are coming off the production line, new EVs being proposed, um, uh, school buses, um, um, city buses, um, a lot of fleets are are going to EVs and um, the EVs in in our communities are growing on a daily basis. And and I think that's in direct proportion to the the range that an EV can travel without um, Uh, without recharging. But Greystone's primary focus has been just on supporting our members and and they're uh, seeking information uh, on EVs, um, trying to help them 
see what impact an EV would have on their lifestyle and, and what's available out there. One of the, the things that we've worked on, uh, Drew and all of us here at, at, at Greystone is developing our uh, an EV section on our website. If you just go to greystonepower.com and look under the value center, um, you will find an electric vehicle button. And if you go to that, then you can get all kinds of information about electric vehicles. Uh, which EV is driving an EV right for you? Does it fit your lifestyle? Uh, what kind of EVs are out there? What are the different models? It'll even help you compute the operating cost uh, for an EV and show you a savings calculator as to what you can save over uh, gasoline uh, purchases. Oh, it can talk about recharging times for the various EVs. So our purpose is providing information to our members and, and supporting uh, their use of EVs. Our new office facility here on, uh, on Hiram Douglasville Road, uh, we've got a charging stations for four EVs out in front of our administration building. Uh, those are free for uh, members to come up and use to recharge their vehicles when they're doing business here at the office. So we're doing everything we can to promote vehicle energy efficient vehicles, electric vehicles, and to educate our membership about electric vehicles. That's a great bit of information about what Greystone's doing and how we're doing it. And really goes into my next question, thinking about the benefits. Drew, can you talk about some of the benefits of driving an electric vehicle? Well, Adam, I think one of the first things that comes to mind with most people when talking about electric vehicles is that they're environmentally friendly. Um, Atlanta has been notorious for having some horrible traffic. So anybody that's ever sat in traffic in Atlanta has probably smelled the uh, tailpipe emissions from another vehicle. And, and EVs don't have that. Uh, in fact, uh, the environmentally environmentally friendly aspect of an EV is what drives a lot of people to it. Um, of course, you have uh, the operating cost uh, compared to a gas power vehicle. And, you know, today being May 11th and everything going on with Colonial Pipeline, I would say that uh, people who have an EV are not worried about uh, fuel cost at the, uh, at the gas pump. Um, there's benefits. A lot of people like that they provide a quiet uh, smooth operation. Uh, they have extremely strong acceleration capabilities. And overall, of course, you know, across the life of that vehicle, um, there's less maintenance than a standard uh, gasoline-powered uh, internal combustion engine. And, and the biggest thing we're seeing now that really is driving people to them is the, the range at which people can travel with an electric vehicle uh, versus eight and 10 years ago when a standard vehicle maybe got you 100 miles, there's now electric vehicles that'll, that'll go 330 miles. So for someone that averages a, a daily round trip commute of 30 miles a day, um, owning an electric vehicle might be, be a great choice for them. So there's, there's quite a few things, but I think the biggest thing is people like the fact that they're not putting gasoline in a vehicle and they're environmentally friendly. Again, great points. That's why you two are the experts on EVs. Y'all both hit on range anxiety a little bit and how that's really dissipating because the technology is getting better. And 
Paul, to kind of go in the same vein that you were in a little bit ago, talking about helping our members out that are interested in EVs. Could you explain our EV rate and how it works for our members? Well, again, in in providing support for our members and encourage them to use uh, electric vehicles, uh, about a year and a half ago, we uh, developed and work on a special EV rate for members of Greystone Power that would encourage them um, uh, to use electric vehicles. And um, again, if you go to our website and and the electric vehicle section, you'll you'll come across a um, EV rate tab. Um, If you click on that tab, then you'll get information about uh, our EV rate. Uh, It encourages people, most people that have an EV, um, drive them to work, they come home, and sometime during the evening, uh, they plug them in and recharge them to be ready to go again the next morning. So our rate really encourages people to to charge their EVs between 11 p.m. at night and 7 a.m. the next morning. Um, We have a super off-peak rate uh, during those hours that encourages them uh, to do it during that that period of time. We do have a part of that rate is an off-peak rate too. It's not as as low as the super off-peak rate. But again, both of those encourage them to charge electric vehicles tonight at night um, uh, when they're sleeping and and not using them uh, and give them an opportunity to take advantage of the lowest possible rate in doing that. So again, uh, if you go to our information site and click on that and then then you put your account number in, it will drive you uh, to uh, an application process that will give you information about your specific account, about your specific usage. Uh, It will end up with you having a phone call with um, one of our residential energy specialists and and walk through the process and make sure this rate would be beneficial to you. But again, we put that rate out there just to support uh, our membership and encourage the use of electric vehicles. With an EV, you got a rate, but you also have to have to charge it. And we've talked about charging a little bit, but Drew, can you talk about and explain the different kind of chargers? Cause there's different types that um, we, ha- that are out there. Sure, Adam. So the first thing that comes to mind is there are three uh, types of electric vehicle chargers. And, and those start uh, with the, with the first being an, a, a level one charger. Uh, all EVs come with a standard plug and cord with them that allows you to plug it into a regular outlet within your home and your garage. Um, those typically are the um, offer about two to five miles of range per hour of charge. So for someone who may not drive long distances during the day, that may work for them. But for someone who may drive a little bit further and wants a little bit faster charging capabilities, they have the uh, level two charger. And typically that delivers about 10 to 20 miles of range per hour. Uh, Most of these are what you see uh, inside homes, workplaces, and some public charging areas. And then the last is the DC fast charge. And those are what you're gonna see set up at like um, shopping centers and things of that nature along major uh, interstates that allow someone to come in, plug their vehicle, 
it will charge that vehicle to 80% of the battery uh, capacity in about 20 to 30 minutes of charging time. So that, that gives them, you know, 60 to 100 miles just in that 20 to 30 minutes time. And that's what you're seeing popping up. And, and you know, in Douglasville in our territory, there's one uh, that Tesla's put in by the uh, Target. Um, but you're starting to see more of those. But we encourage people to uh, look at level two chargers uh, for their home just because it does provide a little stronger charge and, and a faster charge time for the member. Staying on that idea of a level two charger, recently we rolled out a brand new charger rebate. Drew, would you mind explaining that to our members? Absolutely, Adam. So back on March 1st, we uh, we announced a level two electric vehicle charging rebate. And what we're doing is we're providing uh, members who start, install a level two charger uh, in their home, uh, we're offering them $250 rebate. There are, there are a few restrictions that apply, but it's, it's very simple uh, to apply for this rebate. We require proof of installation being a photo, uh, a receipt for the purchase of the charger. And the last thing is we just require that it's UL rated that way uh, we're ensuring that the chargers that members are putting in their home, that they're putting them in their home, uh, meet the standard that uh, we want to see. Um, but it's very simple. We've had a good bit of participation in the last month and a half, month and a half, two months, um, and we we hope to continue to see it grow. So, gentlemen, the same last question goes out to everybody. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our members? And Paul, I'll start with you, if you don't mind. Well, Adam, at Greystone Power, we take great pride in our member service. We're uh, a member-owned electric cooperative, and, and we want to do everything that we can to support our members. Uh, electric vehicles is just one of the ways that, that we do that. So I hope if anyone here in this podcast that we can be a benefit to them or provide them additional information that they'll please call us at Greystone Power. And Adam, I'll just add to what Paul said earlier uh, in the podcast that Greystone values itself on being a trusted and reliable source of information. And the the site we put together on our website um, for members to go about information on electric vehicles is a great tool for our members to use. And, and again, we just encourage anybody that has any questions to reach out to us. Um, we're happy to assist any way we can. Guys, I cannot thank y'all enough for being part of the podcast today uh, and helping inform our members all about electric vehicles. Thank you. Well, that is all the time we have. Thank you for listening to this month's episode. Go ahead and click subscribe so you get each episode directly into your podcast feed every month. And if you don't mind, if you're listening on Apple, give us a five-star review so other members will start to see the podcast in their feed as well. This has been the Powerline Podcast. Thanks for listening.